We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for March 27th, 2016. Today is going to be kind of a compilation of a lot of the different, you know, current events that we're dealing with. We're going to do um, some things regarding all of the horrific things that have just happened in the last week regarding Islam and always giving you kind of new angles, new things to think about, new things to pray about regarding that. And uh, we're going to be segueing into some other topics and then getting into um, some more new information regarding vaccination and proactive things that you can do to battle that agenda because that is beyond horrific what they're wanting to implement in America, what they're actively trying to implement. And if there's not enough pushback, if there's not enough prayer regarding it, <clears throat> we will be devolving into a 1984 George Orwellian Big Brother world before you know it. <clears throat> um, so we're going to be exploring all of those topics today here. I, I actually only meant this, this teaching to be about one part, and I don't know how many parts it's going to be. Uh, it's over, well, it's 21 pages right now. So... Uh, let's go ahead and just get started here. The first report is Top Illuminati Grand Wizard says, We control Islam. We'll use it to destroy the West. <clears throat> the whole world is collapsing. Uh, which These are kind of like two reports in one. Two, March 2016 map shows what U.S. cities received the most Islamic invaders. I refuse to call them migrants. They're, they're illegal alien Muslim invaders, essentially is what they are. Um, but again, this is being done by design. And we have proof of this. And here's my comment. To, reiter to reiterate a point made in the last teaching regarding Albert Pike that I put up. All the way back in the 1800s, ultra-high-level Freemason, Luciferian, and Illuminist Albert Pike openly stated that Islam will be the central component in a war against the West. This, was no this has been known about for way over 100 years at bare minimum. And that the Illuminati will lead Islam into direct confrontation with the West. Isn't that what they're doing? I mean, they are just opening the floodgates for these devils to come in. And I mean, the most radicalized, the most hardcore sects of this black death cult, they're letting in. Now, and I've said this before, at the end of the day, they all pray to the same devil moon god, Allah. So I don't give any sect of Islam a pass to say, oh, they're just good people. Then why are they turning out by the millions to protest what their Islamic brethren are doing in mass across the world? The killings, the slayings, the beheadings, the mass rapes, the, I mean, you name it. Any kind of atrocity you could possibly... Where are all the Muslims, these moderate... You know, where are the lukewarm Muslims out there when you need them, you know? Turning out in mass to protest. They're not going to do that. They're all on the same team, ultimately. They're all praying to the same devil. They're all praying to the same fallen angel. Or if you want to call him Satan, whatever. Allah is the moon god, theoretically. If you study it, you study that out. And that's all it is. So... <clears throat> That's why you're not seeing that, because ultimately, at the end of the day, they're all on the same team. There may be a whole bunch of bench warmers 
on the sidelines cheering the old team on in their in their head and i'm not saying every single one okay there, there yes there may be some that are horrified but again where where are the where is the mass outrage from islam i don't see it i see very little tiny window dressing pockets of it sometimes when there's this massive these massive attacks and you're going to see less and less of it as it gets as it gets to be more the true form of what islam is just like when we had the inquisitions okay with the catholic church killing at least conservatively at least probably 50 million people when the inquisitions were going on a huge percentage of those were real born-again bible-believing christians i mean read fox's book of martyrs these types of things okay well that's catholicism in its purest form that's what it is that's what it will do it is a black devil death cult just like islam there's just different veneers on them and left to themselves if they can get to a dominant position in society it is convert or die that's what it is you convert to our devil death cult or you die and you die in the most horrific way we can even possibly dream up in our sick fouled imaginations and that is the way islam is increasingly becoming as they as they get more of a foothold that is being encouraged and allowed by the luciferians at the top of the food chain who are being controlled by satan and his minions as the bible says evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived second timothy three thirteen. the word wax means to grow we're seeing that you look at what the book of daniel says about the end times what the book of revelation says about the you know arrival of the antichrist and the false prophet and and, and the wickedness that's going to you look at matthew 24 i mean you, you look at second timothy chapter 2 you know that wicked shall be revealed and there will be a falling away of the church an apostasy which is what we're in full swing of right now which is enabling all of this stuff to happen because if the church was really strong if the church was really doing its job you know this stuff wouldn't be happening there would be enough light to push back the darkness but the bible predicts this that it was going to be this way so it isn't even something we should really get discouraged about from that standpoint because the bible does indicate that it is going to happen but we're to be still good soldiers for christ and to occupy you know till the lord jesus christ comes back whether you're pre pre-trib post-trib pre-wrath mid-trib whatever you occupy till the lord jesus christ comes they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and they loved their lives not unto the death that's the ultimate solution that I mean when the rubber meets the road you know the bible says they that endure to the end the same shall be saved and to pray that you be counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the son of man jesus christ said to do that in matthew 24 so i'm not saying that everybody's going to die and that the remnant's all going to be martyred and in, in every but there is going to be a ton of people that are unfortunately and you're, you're only going to be able to endure that if you're put into that position through the lord jesus christ you cannot endure it in and of yourself you can't endure it as an unsaved person trying to through your works prove that you're a real christian 
And I'm not saying good works follow. Good works, yes, follow salvation. But you, you don't want to put the cart before the horse. <laughs> you know, you rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. That the Holy Spirit lives inside you. You call upon Him for strength. So, <clears throat> what we're looking at here is just kind of a reiteration of what we said last week. Albert Pike openly stated that Islam will be the central component in a war against the West and that the Illuminati will lead Islam into direct confrontation with the West. I mean, it's, this has been known about for over 100 years. The lady in this video says it's been hundreds of years. I mean, maybe that's true. And that to foment a crisis... Oh no, let, let, me, let me back up here. We have already seen that the New World Order what the New World Order has done with Islam, and that is to foment a crisis, escort millions of Muslims to European nations, to set up Sharia courts, target Europe, European women, and sexually assault and rape, well, and, and little boys, too, you forgot them, uh, target European women and little girls and little boys with sexual assault and rape, because that's occurring too, and watch, and watch as setting a stage for World War III. Just as they set the stage for World War I and World War II, because those were those were contrived wars, just like World War III will be. Just like basically all wars, particularly modern day. After Islam is used for its purpose, it will be done away with to make way for the religious system of pure Luciferianism. I agree, because you're not going to be able to have Islam and the Antichrist and the false prophet who will demand to be worshipped as God. I mean, doesn't, doesn't the Antichrist go into the temple of God at, at the midpoint of the tribulation and declare himself to be God? The abomination of desolation that Jesus Christ talked about in the book of Daniel? Yeah, he does. So there's not going to be a whole lot of room for good old black devil death cult Islam at that point. Satan is not going to want, you know, his worshipers, the, the people of planet Earth, divided on, you know, you got Buddhism, you got Hinduism, you got Zoroastrianism, you got Catholicism, you got the Mormonism, you got all these different death cults out there. No, no, he's going to want to be have everybody be on the same team. And that's what I believe the Mark of the Beast is a lot about as well. I mean, you, you get on, you know, the Mark of the Beast, you know, you're going to be on that train. There's going to be a huge demonic mind control uh component to the mark of the beast most likely it's going to be not only a cursed object that you're getting put into your right hand or your forehead and the king james is the only one that, that says it actually or the version that says that it actually goes in the right hand or the forehead not on okay now there may be a there's probably going to be a mark as well that could be some type of implant with some type of tattoo i've done teachings on this just key in mark in the keyword search box at contending for Jude doc I've, I've done like three or four but they're they're kind of older but i'd say i haven't really changed my viewpoint on that the technology is available and that is going to have a huge demonic component as well as a, a technological component like a neural implant it's going to be like the ultimate demonic neural implant that will control you and your thinking process and this is why when you get it it's over. You, you, you're going to hell. You're going to hell if you get that. 
That's what the Bible says. All they that take the mark will have their part in the lake of fire, essentially. So, it's not something I would ever tell anybody to do. And, and there are literally, like, the Left Behind series and other ministries out there that are saying, well, as long as you didn't really, really want to take it or mean to take it, it's okay. I mean, it, <laughs> they're basically trying to send you to hell. Don't ever take it doesn't matter what they threaten you with it's not worth your soul so that's my that's my opinion and i think it's biblical regarding that i think the bible is very clear on that but islam when it is finally used for its purpose it will be done away with to make way for the new religious system of pure luciferianism like i've said in the past i believe the backbone of the coming one world religious system will be witchcraft essentially the bible talks about the antichrist having will will craft will prosper in his hand the, the craft is how witchcraft is referred to as in, in a lot of even the the the, the uh, hollywood genres the way they portray witchcraft i mean there's even shows called the craft there's there's witchcraft grim wars called the craft so witchcraft i mean how again how is he going to him and the false prophet how are they going to have the power to do all these lying signs wonders and miracles whereby with they will be able to deceive the whole world it's the primary way they're going to deceive the whole world is through those things how what is the source of that well yes okay demons devils but they're going to be doing witchcraft on a level the world's never seen calling fire down from heaven you know stuff like that i mean it's going to be really impressive stuff. You combine that with whatever, however, the UFO angle, the the supposed alien angle, mix, commingle that in there. You know, that's going to be super impressive when you have, you know, the motherships, whether they're real or whether they're holographic projections over the big cities, then they're going to be aligning with the false Christ and, and um, Antichrist. And then you're going to have the ascended masters making their appearance as supposedly ambassadors toward the human race telling us that hey we made you guys a long time ago ancient astronaut theory which we've got into quite a bit recently and uh you're kind of like our little science project now you've evolved to this point but you've really messed things up now we got to come back to straighten everything out because if we don't your whole planet's gonna die and we're your only hope and on the bright side we're going to give you all these technological goodies as well life extension no more diseases and you name it free energy probably they're going to have a lot but you know it's going to cost it's going to cost your soul but you know that's the price you got to pay well that's kind of a synopsis of of a lot of different things i've covered in this ministry over the last since we've been on air since i guess 06 this goes on to say all Muslims will partake in the new system and worship Lucifer. Yeah, they're, they're going to come around. When, when, so when someone they perceive as Muhammad comes and tells them, you know, yeah, I'm your, I'm your leader or whatever, but here's the real cat you got to be going after. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's the real guy. He's the real deal. And you're going to have this same dynamic with all the other different major religions. You're going to have the, ones that, the, the one that comes to the Christian religion, Sananda, 
Sananda Manuel, or Esau Sananda Manuel is his full name. He calls himself the Christ. Calls himself, he was the one, he was Jesus that walked on earth, you know, 2,000 years ago. Um, and uh, Christians got everything messed up. They misinterpreted stuff. He's an ascended master. He's a good guy. He looks just like all those pictures the Catholics give us. He looks just like that guy. Has to be him. Looks just like him, right? If they preach not according to this word, it's because there's no light in them. They're liars. They're devils. So unless he's going strictly by what the word of God says and glorifying the Lord and, and, and encourage you, encouraging you to get into the word of God, he's not of God. And he's not going to do that. He's going to do the exact opposite. So they're going to send him, him to the Christians. They're going to send a false Krishna to the Hindus. They're going to send a false Buddha to the Buddhists. And that may be Maitreya. Maitreya claims to be all those things wrapped up in one nice package. I don't know. I can't say I know exactly how it's going to play out exactly. But it's going to be some most likely derivation of that. I mean, this is what the Illuminati has communicated. This is what they've telegraphed they're, they're going to do. Since literally the 1800s, you go, go all the way back to H.P. Blavatsky and Luciferianism and then Alice Bailey and all of her channeled writings, which these high-level Illuminati New Agers point to. And what do these writings and these channeled writings, these channeled writings that literally come through demons say? And they, they're saying what I just said. It's going to be some scenario like that. And it's going to be a deception on a scale that the world has never, ever seen before, ever. Because they didn't... I don't even believe in Noah's day they had the technology like we have now. You know? I just... I don't think that. I'm not saying they weren't advanced, but I don't, they don't have the, the communication means. They don't, they don't have all of the technology in place to make this happen. The Bible says, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, according to 2 Thessalonians. And this is after the apostasy of the church and the wicked, capital W, is revealed, wicked being the Antichrist. The strong delusion, I believe, is already being sent to a certain extent. You look at how asleep the church is, how lukewarm the church is, how infiltrated the modern-day 501c3 corporate church that's yoked up with the government, cemetery-trained pastors that are going to these cemeteries that are literally, many of these cemeteries are, are seminaries, I'm sorry, are actually funded and sponsored by the Illuminati to destroy your faith so that you never will get saved. I'm going to go ahead and play this video that kind of also sums this up. Now, this C. Irvana had a listener email me. I even put the email out in my last thing. He says, you know, got to be really careful putting out her videos fine. The information she's getting into, though, is verifiable. It verifies all the stuff I've done. I'm not saying follow the lady. Just like I would glean from a CNN report. Well, I, I surely don't think that CNN has my best intentions at heart. <laughs> you know, I know they're pure evil, but I'll, I'll play sound bites from them. This it's the same way that I will glean from other sources on the internet. 
you know, if if they're if what they're saying is the truth, and, and this is very much a confirmation to that. This video will cover Grand Wizard Albert Pike's three world war predictions, which are quite frankly stunning. But first, I want to give a background on the person who exposed the Illuminati's preparations for World War III and how they plan to use Islam to destroy the West. These are videos after the A secret diary attacks. was released by a man with information about elitist organizations. The, the attacks in Brussels just now, this just came out, this video and the new world order this diary documents that the illuminati already knows what is going to happen for world war three it's already mapped out the agenda's already set the diary that exposes this agenda belonged to a man named william carr who was born in 1895 carr entered into canada's royal navy at a very young age and ascended to the position of commander he knew many at the top of their fields in politics and law and in academia. His side hobby was writing books, specifically books on the New World Order. His books documented the breadth in which the Illuminati had taken over all aspects of society, including churches and seminaries. In fact, Carr claimed to have received an SOS letter from a high-ranking official in the Roman Catholic Church in November 1958. The letter outlined a hostile takeover that was underway in the Vatican, the Illuminati having infiltrated the Vatican's quarters. Carr would die less than a year after receiving the SOS message. Carr also documented history behind the most elusive organization in world history. Now, that whole thing, Malachi Martin did something, I believe, very similar, saying how, you know, the dark, whatever force of Lucifer have entered into that. They were always in the Vatican. Okay, I think what we're in reference to here, though, is we're dealing with a black devil death cult that has killed millions and millions and millions of people over the years. Tons of them real born-again Bible-believing Christians, the Catholic Church, okay? What they're talking about, though, is an is another even, I don't even, I'd be reluctant to say almost more evil element has come in and then infiltrated the already wicked Catholic Church. That's how I would put it. I, I mean, you act like, you, they act like, well, the Catholic Church was never corrupted before this. Obviously, look at the wonderful fruit. You know, indulgences. Hey, I want to go rape a three-year-old. Well, here, give your priest, you know. 50, 50 pounds of shekels or whatever, and you can go rape them. You literally, that's what an indulgence is. And they were doing that. They've, they've been, and they're, they're gonna, they're probably still doing it, and they're gonna restart that. That's just one of the wicked things they do. I've done so many teachings on Catholicism to expose it, the idolatry, the wickedness of it, all of these extra pagan practices that they've amalgamated into the churches it's key in catholic or catholicism or pope or vatican in the keyword search box you could probably listen to those things for weeks i've done so many uh, it's all documentation i'm not making this stuff up so again take that with a grain of salt about that because whenever i hear that stuff it's like come on like it was ever 
puritanical to begin with. It was wicked from its inception. It was wicked from its inception, the Catholic Church. And the Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 12, verse 3. It was, it, its foundation was totally wicked and corrupt. So they're just saying it got a little more wickeder, <laughs> essentially, once the Illuminati came in and, and tainted it. Three, the Illuminati and their religion, which is Luciferianism. He believed that modern organizations, including the Bilderberg Group and the Council on Foreign Relations, are Luciferian political organizations. He also believed that the chief governing body for Lucifer, for the ascension of the capstone... They're showing some something in Paris, France. It's probably some global climate thing where Al Gore's there who carries a suitcase of blood around with him. That literally, really does. Suppose it's a hemophiliac. But I just think he, you know, he has a little taste for blood. Anyway, um, yeah, they're all up there celebrating some remarkable achievement they've made toward some Luciferian goal. And that's what you're hearing in the background. ...was the United Nations, and he documented this in his books. Carr wrote several books. His most controversial book was published after his death. It is called Satan, Prince of This World, and is really nothing more than Carr's personal diary and notes he saved for many years. In this book, Carr documents receiving the SOS letter from the high-ranking Vatican official, but he also documents other interesting things. For example, Carr believed that secret societies weren't working independently of one another, but that they were controlled by a top-level organization called the World Revolutionary Movement. And that's literally in his book, Satan, Prince of the World. This organization at the top tier is interested in inciting war, terrorism, and distress to serve its fundamental interests. And that is to establish the New World Order, a Luciferian system of governance and religion. Carr speaks at length about World War III in his book, Satan, Prince of the World. He documents that World War III was planned by a 33rd degree grand wizard named Albert Pike. Albert Pike was a notorious Luciferian who openly praised Lucifer in his book, Moral and Dogma of the Ancient and Accepted Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. Remember, there's an esoteric version and an exoteric. The esoteric version is is where he really praised Lucifer. And those that's the one that would really be hard to actually get your hands on. I wouldn't advise getting your hands on. It's a cursed object. Um, but I, I'm talking about, in general, you, you've got the two versions that he wrote. Pike was also a general for the Confederacy during the Civil War. And Morals and Dogma would also essentially be like the Bible for the modern-day Freemason. Okay, and so lower level may not even be aware of it, but the, but the upper level, 30th through 33rd, um, they would be much more likely to actually be aware of it and um, to study it. A wizard of occult magic, channeling and summoning of spirits. William Carr documented that Albert Pike wrote a letter to a friend in 1871 outlining the final and largest of the wars. According to Carr, what Albert Pike 
actually wrote was a lot more than a letter. It was a blueprint that spelled out exactly what would happen in the last war. Carr said, quote, in the 1860s, Albert Pike is recorded as saying his military program might take 100 years or a little longer to reach the day when those who direct the conspiracy at the top will crown their leader, King Despot, of the entire world and impose a Luciferian totalitarian dictatorship upon what is left of the human race. That's what they're saying. Pike seems to indicate a conspiracy to start a war so that the Antichrist can ascend to his position as world ruler. Pike's letter ironically also detailed the specifics of the first two wars with stunning accuracy, suggesting that he knew before time the details surrounding each of the wars. World War I, according to Pike, would be fought to overthrow the Tsars in Russia and change Russia into a communist state. The Second World War would be fought for two reasons, to establish the state of Israel and to expand communist control over Europe. The Third World War will be what allows the Novus Ordo Seclorum to rise out of the dust. According to Pike, Islam will be the central factor. Novus Ordo Seclorum, you know, being on the back of the uh, $1 bill, uh, Anut Coeptis Novus Ordo Seclorum, which is on the back of the $1 bill around the pyramid, announcing the birth, Anut Coeptis uh, Novus Ordo Seclorum, of the New World Order. Or some say of the of the new world order of the ages, okay. That's what we have literally on the back of the one dollar bill, the truncated pyramid that's not complete, um, with the all-seeing eye of Lucifer or Horus on the capstone coming down. That's not quite completed yet. And this is what they're they're, uh, and then the the thing is is you also look at the back of that and the Roman numerals down there say seventeen seventy six. Announce, remember, it's anoint coeptus, announcing the birth, okay? Coeptus, like conception, announcing the birth of the New World Order. Okay, so you've got in Roman numerals then down below, then this, this pyramid that has 13 levels, 13 being the number of rebellion, um, 1776. Well, that was the year the Illuminati started. It's not the year evil started, but it was the year the official Luciferian Illuminati the enlightened ones um, started Adam Weishaupt in May 1st, which is Beltane, which is one of the highest satanic holidays there is. It's a night of high human sacrifice. Started the New World Order in 1776. It's it's but everybody would think, oh, it's the year they signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, but that's not what they're talking about on the back of the one dollar bill. So from out of the this ashes as the phoenix is rising from the ashes, like which is another big thing they always have. They're going to have the the arising of the new world order and um that's what they're in reference to i just want to elaborate on that a little in the downfall of the west islam will be decimated in the process allowing for the new religion of pure luciferianism to spread on the earth all muslims will fall for this system there isn't a single muslim on earth who will not partake in the religion of the new world order According to Pike. Oh, I agree. Islam is merely a tool 
to destroy the Christian West. That's it. I mean, that's profound, that statement, and I agree with it. It is merely a tool to destroy the Christian. Where are they targeting? Well, where, and I'm not saying this is hardcore Christianity. I'm not, really not saying that at all. But the European nations and the USA, where, where, you know, supposedly they have strongholds of, you know, what they would term as Christianity there. Well, that's where they seem to be really, really targeting now. And, and that's what they're using it for, the Illuminati. That's all it is. It's a tool. That's what they said hundreds of years ago. The master plan to use Islam was kicked off in 2001 when the fear of Americans was taken advantage of by an esoteric cabal lurking in the shadows. In his inaugural address, George W. Bush proclaimed that an angel would ride the whirlwind and direct the storm. The master plan was unveiled in 2001 for World War III. They started Albert Pike's blueprint when they flew two planes into the World Trade Centers and blamed it on Islam. The storm that would come and the angel that would bring it were long-awaited prophetic fulfillments. And as Albert Pike, Grand Wizard of the Craft, had predicted, Islam would be the choice religion to use to foment a crisis between it and the West that would only get worse. What is the common factor every time you see a crisis Who's behind it? Islam. And they want you to believe it's organically an issue of Islam. This was planned hundreds of years ago. And they have quite a plan for Islam. The esoteric cabal is using Islam to achieve the great work. It's all been mapped out. We've seen what they're doing with the migrant crisis. We've seen what they've done in England with the Sharia courts. And on and on and on. They're using Islam to stir the pot. The system has to come down. It has to topple. I mean, and obviously, none of these governments are doing anything but enabling all this to happen. They're encouraging it. They're giving Islam a protected status. I put out that report the other day, the the, the newsletter, where, and I, I think I even have, I might have the link in this newsletter, where after the Brussels attack, there, there was a teacher there, and I, I'm assuming it was in Brussels or wherever, or somewhere near there, and he was disturbed. He... I don't know, he tweeted or did something where he was disturbed about the fact that his children that were in his class were celebrating the Brussels attack. These little Muslim, wonderful little children celebrating all these people dying. And he was disturbed. He got a visit from the police that night. That night, they were, they were there. The thought police. Big brother. How dare you? I mean, why didn't they just gut shoot him right there? This is how insane. You can't, you know, you can't even say anything. I mean, they, they, they kill all these people. They kill every day. They rape, steal, kill, and You can't say a word. You got to be totally politically correct. Lest you offend their, their wonderful sensibilities. I mean, 
it is getting so far beyond insane the political correctness and this is why political correctness needs to be pushed back against every single chance you get because if you let if we let society if we let that become the norm then it's only they're only going to want more and more and more until you're all dead that's that's the goal i mean obviously depopulation but particularly christians they would be the main target and so this is where we've gotten to where Islam literally can st steal, kill, rape, pillage, bomb, slay, murder, incinerate, sexually mutilate, and they get a free pass. It's all good. Don't you dare say a thing against them either. Obviously, they're Satan's little helpers. They're Satan's right-hand man for now. And we're going to give them a nice protected status as a result of that. This, this is the world we're, we're increasingly living in. Islam will be used for the ultimate goal, and that is to fully usher in the Luciferian capstone. They're going to keep using it to destroy Western Christianity, Western culture. It's going to happen, and there's really nothing you can do about it except to pray. Well, I, I kind of disagree there. I think that what we're doing now is some, you educate yourself. You help educate others. Yes, prayer is, is key. But there's proactive things that you can do as well, you know, that if you don't do, will give the Illuminati an absolute green light that, yeah, we're ready to implement the next phase of our malevolent agenda because the masses have went silent on the last horrific atrocity we've just foisted upon them. Therefore, we know it's time to, to go further. So... I don't agree with just that, what she just said. And again, I'm not, I, this lady's theology, I guess, is pretty messed up from, from according to my listener there that emailed me about this. So again, I'm not in, doing any kind of blanket endorsement of her, but the information in this video is very good and, and um, uh, was noteworthy. So I wanted to go ahead and play this. That's it. That's what we're called to do. It's been predicted. They've known about this since at least the late 1800s, and even earlier than that, I think. All world wars have been mapped out. The third and the last one was already written in the books. You have no control over this. This is a battle between principalities and powers and dominions. And that is why our brother Paul told us to pray and to go to war against those principalities and powers. And from the ashes of their world, we'll build a better one. I believe that's a quote from Prometheus, the movie. We've done whole teachings on Prometheus. Do you not think an angel rides in the whirlwind and directs this storm? Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world... So that's Bush Sr. and Jr. We're hearing them give quotes, these wonderful Christian uh, Luciferian devils that were our, our presidents. I, I can remember being at one of the churches I was at, Independent Fund, and there, and there was a guy there. I loved this guy. I really did. His name was Stan. He was a very godly person, but... You know, the, the vast majority of the people in the churches I was in 
independent fundamental Baptist churches, they didn't have a clue when it came to politics. And I said something about Bush that was like really super, like, you know, elementary, like, yeah, this happened, he did this. It wasn't even anything that controversial from what I remember because, you know, they they were only capable of processing uh, milk when it came to this subject. The Bible talks about strong meat and milk. And I said something and he, he kind of looked over and he said, Brother Bush? Like, he's a brother in Christ. Bush. I mean, we're talking about people that are literally brought up bloodline generational luciferians somebody was saying that the other day about you know isn't it a kind of a crazy coincidence you have two bush presidents and then you basically have you go in where we have obama and then you have well two bush one bush clinton for two terms another bush for two terms obama and then now we're you know they want to install clinton another clinton hillary hillary this time for I'm sure two terms if they could get her in there. You know, what what a crazy coincidence all that is, you know. Of of all the, you know, millions of people in the United States, these these ones seem to have this monopoly monopoly on the presidency, you know. So, anyway, order can emerge, a new era, freer from the threat of terror. This work continues. The story goes on. And an angel still rides in the whirlwind and directs this storm. Fallen angel. A world where the United Nations free... They're showing a picture of Prometheus the Lightbringer at the Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller being, being an illuminist is this gold statue out, sun, I guess, outside the Rockefeller Center. Lead from Cold War stalemate is poised to fulfill the historic vision of its founders. Okay, so that's the video. That was very, very good video. I mean, now let's just look at some Bible verses. Now, I, I know I've, I've said these before, and I'm, I'm just going to keep hammering them because, you know, the Word of God is what we always need to go back to and, and rely on and think about and memorize in the in the present day we live in and for the battles to come and that the battles that we're in. Isaiah 59, 19, So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord, capital S, Spirit of the Lord, shall lift up a standard against him. These are good verses to commit to memory whenever you're literally in these battles. And I do think the battles will become literal uh, for a lot of people very soon if they're not already. And then we have uh, Jeremiah 51.20, which said, Thou art my battle axe and weapons of war. He was saying this to Jeremiah. For with thee I will break in pieces the nations, and with thee I will destroy kingdoms. Now, I'm not so much thinking about this regarding, you know, destroying so much people, but we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes and principalities 
and against the rulers of wickedness and high places and powers. So think of it in that particular realm, okay, because that's where the true battle is. Uh, God can use his remnant in that way as a battle axe and weapon of war. If we have the faith to believe it, if we don't have the faith to believe that, well, then no, he's not going to use you in that regard. Or he couldn't, he, it, it, it's just not going to happen because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Okay, so you have to have the faith in order to believe it. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Psalm 60 verse 12 and 108 verse 13 says, Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Through God we shall do valiantly. Isaiah 54, 17, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So this is our heritage as a born-again Bible-believing Christian. But again, if we're not even aware of the verse, if we haven't committed to memory, if we have no faith to believe in the verse, it's not going to have any power. I'm not saying even if you didn't have any of these things, if you quoted it, it wouldn't have power because the Bible says my, my word will not return unto me void, but you need to have faith behind these things. I mean, even the Bible says upon putting on the full armor of God in Ephesians 6, which we need to be doing, you know, at least every day, um, it's saying above all, taking up the shield of faith, wherewith you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So you have to have you have to have faith behind what you're saying, what you're speaking. It's it's obviously incredibly preferable to having no faith. Uh, so no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. I mean, that's awesome. Jeremiah 23, 29, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? I mean, I love that verse. Psalm. I mean, you, let's face it. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff on this crypto stuff and, and, on, and on the UFOs and on the all the stuff. What if you're what if you're confronted one night by one of these entities? There's been a ton of people that have seen these things, that have experienced it. I mean, there there are reports all over the internet of this stuff. Some of them new, some of them old. These things exist. They exist. Evil creatures and entities exist. And I really believe they're going to be making their big debut in a more overt way as wickedness increases. Well, what are you going to do? Get your gun out? I mean, yeah, that's an option, but the Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood. So it's more of a spiritual battle that we're dealing with here. Taking up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. It's the only offensive weapon in the whole armor of God, the sword of the Spirit. These are verses like that are like swords. These are like different weapons. They're all the Word of God, but they're, they're different Bible verses that are almost like different weapons you could use. That's what I'm going to do. I'm telling you right now, I've already done it, but that's, that's my plan. I'm not going to rely on my own flesh. 
I know it's just a matter of time. If I'm allowed to keep living, I know it's just a matter of time before these things start to literally manifest. So, I just would think, get that settled now, because you really don't want to take a crash course in what I'm telling you, thinking that, oh, none of this is ever going to happen, I'm never going to really prepare myself for this eventuality, because it's all hooey, and uh, there's nothing going to come to pass there, everything is just going to be pixie sticks and buttercups. Yeah, tell that to the people in, in Europe right now, that are, that are getting invaded by these devil hordes. And I'm not saying you don't, you, you, you know, somebody's trying to break through your, your front door to rape your, your family. You, you know, you don't defend yourself. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about primarily when dealing with pure evil spiritual type of entities. Maybe they're in some type of container, like a black eyed child, for instance, which there's been reams of reports. Are all these people crazy that have seen black eyed children? And, 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 and become so incredibly afraid that they have, I mean, it doesn't matter if the guy is a, is a seven foot, you know, um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu master that, you know, God is training wherever. They are all uniformly across the board, absolutely unmitigatedly terrified when they encounter these things. If uh, particularly being unsaved, which the vast majority of the ports you're reading are people that are, you know, but it's a proven fact regarding like alien abductions and things of this nature, which, you know, two to three percent of the population, when polled, say they've been abducted. Are they all crazy? Are all these millions of people just crazy? There's nothing to any of it. There's nothing to Hollywood's agenda to shove that down our throats with the hundreds of different TV programs and movies and things like that that they've used to condition us with, and then all of the sightings that happen no there's no agenda behind that at all nothing's going to come any of that no no it's all in our head of course there's an agenda it's a proven fact though that when this does happen to christians when they cry out to jesus it's like throwing hot battery acid on these things it all stops and they and you know another thing that happens they don't try to abduct him anymore you don't believe me? Go to CE4 Research. Key it in. The letter C, the letter E, the number 4. And I don't mean 4 spelled out, just 4. CE4 Research. Just key it in this search box. You know, Joe Jordan's got tons and tons and tons of testimonies of people that have done that. It stops it cold every single time see that's the kind of power we have as christians that we are constantly undermined into thinking that we don't have collectively you know if you ever see a paranormal show it's always some either shaman going in there getting it straightened out most of the time a catholic priest shows up typically can't get the job done maybe once in a while he does supposedly but i really have to question is that satanic window dressing just to appease the masses thinking that maybe the catholic church has a little bit of power it's con i mean everywhere you turn christians are portrayed as having no power whatsoever no no ability to do anything about their present circumstance no ability to fight evil i'm sick of it I want to get this stuff on film. 
I, I, I got a, a body cam that I got now. I need to wear it more, but I want to get it on film. You know how many people get saved if they started seeing this kind of stuff? Seeing that actually Christians have really literally the real holy power of the universe that they actually possess and can call upon through the power of the Holy Spirit as born-again Christians? How many people could get That's my motivation, is how many people could get saved from? How much glory would God get if those types of videos were released instead of the other ones where you just get the exact opposite every single time? Across the board. Now, in the exact time of the of the Antichrist making his arrival, of him defiling the temple, the, there will be a rebuilt temple. They've all got the plans to do it. I've, I've been on the Temple Institute's email list for years. They've got the the plans laid out. They've got the the garments made. They've got you know the implements they need for the temple. The abomination of desolation has to be committed in the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem. In that exact time, in Daniel 11, verse 32, it says, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. And I believe this is a reference to the Antichrist. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Okay, so I wanted just to look this up. And in the Noah Webster 1828 dictionary, I wasn't even planning on doing this, but um, they define the words more closely related to the way the King James Bible would, you know, ne would have defined them. Okay, meanings of words have changed over the years, in other words. Exploit, a deed or act, more especially a heroic act, a deed of renown, a great or noble achievement. Um, so this is what they're, they're in reference to, uh, in the Bible, uh, in, in the verse that, I, that I had just uh, talked about there. So I think that's pretty awesome. And again, these are verses that are verses of encouragement instead of, you know, verses of womb, uh, doom and gloom and woe. And, you know, where we have no hope there. So Daniel 11 32 and as such as do wickedly against the government covenant so he should corrupt by flatteries but the people that do know their god shall be strong and do exploits and that's regarding the end times that's literally they're into the tribulation there but i i do believe it's it's now too you know so knowing your god is integral in being strong and doing exploits. If you don't know your God, you're not going to be able to do anything through him because you don't know him. So obviously the prerequisite for that would be number one, getting saved, and then number two, getting to know him by reading the word of God. You know, which is his primary way of communicating to us. And then through prayer and, and things like fasting and things of that nature as well. Worship, but anyway, I, I'm going to add this verse in here, just so you, uh, so you have it. Okay, so let's continue. Psalm 140, verse 6. I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. Supplications being like requests, prayers, 
Uh, next verse, O God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation, thou hast covered my head in the day of battle. Yeah, praise the Lord. It's like the helmet of salvation, too. It's kind of relating. Next verse, grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Further, not his wicked device, lest they exalt themselves. Selah. So that's not unbiblical to pray that. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Do you know how many wicked devil Muslims want to kill you and your family? How the Illuminati want, want that to happen? But can God have the heathen in derision, like Psalm 2 said, like we had talked about before? Sure. We should be praying for that. If it be possible, those that can be saved, that, that God would save them, there will be... Some, I believe, that will get saved as a result of that. But grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked, further not his wicked device, lest they exalt themselves. Psalm 91, 13, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Oh boy. Um, I'm not going to be able to get through this part here. So I'm just going to go, as far as I can here with this report and then break for part two. So anyway, that was that was the little Bible study I had there. Uh, now let's go back to the main report regarding Islam. Soon after the devastating explosions that ripped through Brussels happened on Tuesday, a 2015 story on ANP, um, All News Pipeline, I believe, began to get an awful lot of attention again as people began searching the web to try to find out where the ISIS terrorists might be in America. Because... You know, people are starting to get the memo, finally. The story called, and there's a link here to it, the map shows U.S. cities on the ISIS kill list as terrorist master plan to overthrow the West is exposed. That's the name of the report, and there's a link to it here. In the PDF for March 27, 2016, at contendingfortruth.com. It's free, just like every week. The PDFs are free, the audios are free. There's over a 1,000 of them up there, so... Uh, please avail yourself, and there's a keyword search box. You can search for things as well. Anyway, I took information from a News Channel 10 story released back in July of 2015 that shared a list of U.S. cities expected to receive an increase in security after ISIS published a list of names, photos, and addresses of U.S. Armed Forces personnel, which they're increasingly doing that as well, telling us then that the data released was likely compiled using public sources such as Facebook and or other News articles. They're they're using social media, ISIS, and whoever's feeding them information in order to compile these databases which are then released to their demonic minions so that they can go and target law enforcement and military and their families being the coward devils that they are. Okay, so that's what they're doing. The Pentagon requested that city police departments and military police step up patrols in the neighborhoods where those who had been targeted by ISIS lived. The Pentagon, the same ones letting them all in, the same ones greasing the skids to make that all happen. Yeah, but then, but again, problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem, then they give you the solution. The solution's always taking more of your rights away, taking more of your liberties away. But, you know, more Big Brother is always the solution. You know, they've got... This new law that, well, supposedly, I don't know, it was only going to run to April 2nd, but there's people, there's places in, in um, North Carolina you drive, you drive one mile over the speed limit. 
and you're getting ticketed there and they've got a whole week now where that's what they're doing obey the sign or pay the fine and you could say yeah well just it does say speed limit and then okay i get it i understand i understand that but do you understand that your speed your speedometer could be off a hair i mean just getting different kinds of tires on your car can alter that sometimes the the literal um radar guns can be off by a mile per, or, or more so there's other factors that could figure in where you could get a ticket and not even be deserving of it the, the point i'm trying to make here is that they're going after all these people for going one mile over the stinking speed limit while there's all of this overt criminal behavior by our own government that is going on, letting these devils in, flying them in on UPS planes under the cover of darkness, get, and, and letting them come into to our cities, these Muslims, these terrorists, leaving the borders wide open for the illegal aliens, for the MS-13 gang members, for the drugs to come in, for the Muslims to come in, and who knows else. There's all of this overt, real crime going on. The Border Patrol is being told to stand down. And they're going after people for going one mile over the stinking speed limit. That's justice. That's a society that has their priorities really in check and in, and in the right spot, obviously. It's absolutely just insane what's going on. In this country and and europe's experiencing it what unfortunately what they want to bring to america they're in the full swing of things we're just getting started over here and um <laughs> again it's all by design it's, it's all been predicted for over 100 years the whole thing of the islamic invasion the foment of world war three mass carnage to bring us in i always i've always said this for years that i believe on the heels of world war three out of the ashes of world war three when we've had this maximum carnage most likely going to be some war like america and israel and maybe its allies against whatever islamic forces that they have been able to whip up establish because our government had everything to do with that happening destabilizing other governments installing more radical muslim regimes in there which they've done that with i don't know how many countries now on the ashes of that a messianic figure and his false prophet will arise basically with the answers to everything out of the carnage out of the shock and awe that they're going to create out of this hegelian dialectic this problem reaction solution that is all by design the antichrist and the false prophet are going to arise and they're going to have all the answers and they're going to bring, be able to bring world peace and they're going to be able to get everybody on the same page all collectively arm in arm singing kumbaya in unison that's what i've said for a long long time most likely will be the scenario But we're not desperate enough in this country yet to accept that. Not in America, at least. Things aren't bad compared to the way they're going to be. When the Antichrist and the False Prophet make their big debut, I doubt anybody in America are going to be caring about what their sports team did tonight or what Kim Kardashian did 
or some other Hollywood devil out there did. Or Lady Gagme. They're probably not going to care a whole lot about that because they're going to be in full desperation mode. They're going to be like, okay, just make it go away. You got Islam beating down on your door wanting to kill your family and somebody comes on the scene and you're fearing for your life every day and then somebody comes on the scene and says, I can make it all go away. I can bring world peace. I can even get Israel and Islam playing nice. There's going to be a lot of people lining up to sign up for that. And I, I think there's going to be a gigantic proportion of, of so-called Christians that are going to be right there in lockstep. One world religion, baby. That's what we're heading to, right? As the Bible says, one world religion. One world political system. One world economic system. That's where, that's where this is all moving. So, I am totally out of time for this part, and we will go to part two next. So, God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N... T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.